0: what's going on guys it's nick here back in another video figure we'd switch things up this week take a break from pick 'em. talk about the best ball tournaments underdog has for the playoffs i think these are super fun and there's a much bigger edge in these than there is in the regular best ball drafts over the summer since a lot of the teams you're drafting against have no chance of winning at all so there doesn't guarantee you're going to turn a profit or that every team you draft is going to advance that would be crazy but i know for a fact that we can finish in the top one percent the top 0.1 percent at a much higher rate than the field because again people are drafting lineups that have a zero percent chance of winning at all meaning you can gain a massive edge so if you didn't sign up this summer do so now promo code ffa you get a deposit match up to hundred dollars uh, and if you did over the summer you've got some winnings from those drafts takes most profits enter some playoff contests using the advice we'll go over in this video so sit back hit the like button and let's go over some strategy so it's a lot of strategy based in these contests it's not just about picking the best players you know when you're in um, the drafts over the summer stacking is obviously important making it this far is going to require some stacking or getting really lucky but honestly you can like finish highly in a normal draft doing no stacking and just picking the best players you can't do that in a playoff contest right so we'll go over the general structure of how this contest works so in the mitten which is the five dollar entry contest that I'm assuming most of you are going to join two of six users advance wildcard weekend that means among your group of six people you're drafting with two of you the top two scoring are going to advance so right off the bat we need to understand that some contests will advance only one of six i don't like those as much i like the two out of six advancing but if it's only one out of six you know if you stack up teams that have a first round buy you're taking a very, very big risk because you have to not only you know have a zero from all those players and still have a good score, you need to beat the other five teams in your pool. That's difficult. With two of six advancing, again, that's what it is in the mitten, you can take a little bit more risk drafting teams like San Fran, drafting teams like Baltimore, who are the most likely teams right now going into this week to have that first round by San Fran more likely than Baltimore. So if you're lucky enough, to advance. Remember, top two out of that six-person draft that you're in. You will randomly be placed into a pool of 10 people who also obviously advanced in that first round, and the top two of that pool in week two will advance again. In week three of the playoffs, same thing. You'll again be randomly placed into a pool of 10 different people. The top two from that pool will advance to the Super Bowl round, where in the mitten, just given the size of this contest, there'll be 372 teams all trying to get first place, but all obviously gonna be making a bunch of money there. Um, if they open up a mitten two, a mitten three, a mitten four, if there's like just fewer total entries in that contest, maybe it's closer to like 250 in the super bowl maybe the final mitten they have only has 150 in that super bowl round so that final number will change but the point is um that's just in general how they're going to work every single week of the playoffs you got to be in the top two of your pool to advance each round and while not all of the money is going to be in the super bowl right you don't have to make that final round to turn a profit you only need to advance one time so be in the top two of your initial six. You're still going to get a return if that happens, but the big money is in the Super Bowl. So remember when before I said a lot of people are drafting dead lineups, that have a 0% chance of winning. I didn't mean that they have no chance of advancing. Everyone who builds a lineup has a chance of advancing as long as you don't accidentally stack. Like, let's say you stack San Fran and Baltimore and they both get a buy, You're going to lose. Like If you don't have any players going in round one, you're not going to be the one of the top two scoring teams in round one. What I mean by they have a zero chance of winning is they have no chance of placing highly Super Bowl weekend. And what we need to remember when drafting is that that is the goal. The goal is not to load out our team with a bunch of studs wildcard weekend to advance in that round, to drop a billion points, but then to have you know no shot of actually winning the tournament or at least placing highly in the tournament Super Bowl weekend Like as it keeps progressing. If you go with that strategy of drafting a bunch of stud players, but not necessarily, you know, correlated together on the same team or, you know, not on teams that are likely to advance, you're just going to keep losing players every week. And then you're going to advance, you know, that lineup is going to get farther. You're going to be like, oh, maybe it was a good strategy because I made it two rounds. But it's not a good strategy because you're not always going to advance even in that first round, even if you do that. And so over time, even if like, you know, a small sample, maybe you advance a little bit higher rate. If you're not getting to that Super Bowl round and you have a dead lineup in the Super Bowl round, it is a negative EV team. You will lose over time. So how do we make a plus EV team? Basically. Every draft needs to tell a story of who is in the Super Bowl. Some teams are going to stack up Philly and Buffalo. Some are going to stack up, you know, Baltimore and Dallas. Some will be the Rams and the Chiefs. You need to start your draft by taking whatever value is there. So, in the first few rounds, honestly like the first 2 rounds, I would say, you're really just saying, "Okay, Who's a value? Did McCaffrey fall to pick three? Did uh, Jalen Hurts fall to pick 10? Like Who's kind of falling right now? Who's a good value? If no one fell, just take the player that you like in that general range. After that starts, you got to finish off the draft by stacking up those teams or finishing a stack of that team and then adding on stacks of other teams. But the most important thing is you have to have... A potential Super Bowl matchup where you have a starting lineup. So a starting lineup in this contest is a quarterback, a running back, two wide receiver slash tight ends. They're treated the same. There is no tight end spot. So Travis Kelsey is a wide receiver slash tight end, just like all other wide receivers are. They're all in the same spot, plus a flex. So again, quarterback, running back, two wide receivers, tight ends, and then one flex. So that can be two running backs, two wide receivers, two running backs, two tight ends, one running back three tight ends if you really wanted that, just some combination of that combined from the two teams you think can make it. So it could all be Philly. It could all be Kansas City. Ideally, you're mixing and matching as we'll kind of get to. But the point is, if you don't have that or you don't have a possibility of having that championship weekend in the Super Bowl, you're going to lose money over time. So Here are two example teams that I've drafted. They're actually the only two teams I've drafted so far. I'll draft plenty more teams, but I've only had time to do two right now. Um, But yeah, these are the the only two. So I didn't like cherry pick my favorite two. I didn't create, you know, a theoretical team that you could draft. You got lucky. These are the only two drafts I've done right now. In my first draft, um, and I want to do them differently as well to kind of show you two examples. In the first one, I only went with one quarterback. It is obviously... More risky doing that. You should only be drafting one or two. Do not draft three quarterbacks. You're just going to lose out too much on your other positions. But one or two quarterbacks depends on how risky you want to make it. Um, if you take one early like I did and this one we will go over. I took one in I believe the second round of this one. You're assuming you know, that that team is probably making the Super Bowl. And so if you want to make that assumption, uh, you want to gain that extra roster spot somewhere else. Fill in more combinations, it can be beneficial. The risk is that obviously, like I did Philly in this one. If Philly ends up getting the buy, I lose because I don't have a quarterback. They're obviously the other team's gonna crush me. So if they don't, if they do get the bye, or if that team is eliminated, the roster's toast. But again, our goal with every single build is to correctly predict. Super Bowl weekend. We're correctly predicting the teams that make it. So I shouldn't worry that, oh, what if Philly gets eliminated? Because my assumption with this team is that Philly is there in the Super Bowl. My assumption with other teams would be that Kansas City's in the Super Bowl. The Rams are in the Super Bowl. The 49ers are in the Super Bowl. I have other combinations filled out to where if Philly gets eliminated, yeah, this team is dead, but other teams are alive. So you're thinking about all of your teams as kind of like a portfolio that work together. Right now, um, just so that we know, going into this weekend, San Fran has an 89% chance of getting the buy. I'm kind of just assuming when building, they're going to get the buy. I I think if they beat Baltimore this weekend, they're a lock for the buy. Don't quote me on that. You guys can just, like, Google it. Like, there's going to be plenty of resources as to, like, you know, what the different combinations could be. Uh, But I think also, even if they lose to Baltimore, they still have a pretty decent chance at the buy. Like, again, I'm kind of assuming they're going to get the buy. So it looks pretty decent that Philly won't. But again... um, You just got to make different assumptions, different teams. So those of you listening to the podcast on Spotify um, can't see the team. If you're watching YouTube, you can see the team on the side there. Um, Team one has a Philly stack. So the Philly side of the stack is Jalen Hurts, Kenneth Gainwell at running back, uh, Devonta Smith, and Dallas Goddard at wide receiver slash tight end. Again, no tight end spot. So Goddard will be considered the same as a wide receiver. From there, so I've stacked up Philly. I say, okay, what are some AFC teams that could meet up with Philly in the Super Bowl if Philly makes it? So I took Gus as a one-off from Baltimore. Um, I've already got, you know, four players from Philly. So I technically only need one player to match up with them to create a full roster with Philly in the Super Bowl. So if I wanted to take a bunch of one-offs, I could. I decided gus was a good value um if they make it he is a player that could just like score three touchdowns and kind of take all the points from baltimore that would be beneficial to my team obviously if that happened and then like jalen hurst through touchdowns to um i mean i would probably hope he throws to all three of my players but at least throws them to devonta smith and dallas goddard and then hopefully throws another one to kenneth gainwell as well we take the one off from baltimore um I'm gonna take Travis Etienne and Evan Ingram as a duo from the Jaguars, and then Justin Watson, just in case it's Kansas City, another one off, and then both Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle from the Dolphins. So, obviously, if I had things my way, I would want the Dolphins to be playing the Eagles on this team if that happens i've got my eagle stack and i've also got jalen waddle and tyree kill on the other side that's a ton of upside all i'd have to do is hope that you know one of those two drops a nuke that jalen hurts outscores tua and i'm set up really nicely championship weekend but again as you'll see i didn't just pick two teams and then full stack them you can definitely do that we'll go over that to end this video and if you guess right you know you've got a great chance in the super bowl but i do like drafting this way because i went fully into an eagle stack you're not going to get everything right you know like aj brown isn't on this team because he's also drafted very early it's kind of difficult to get all of them but why not go in with this eagle stack and then grab a few different players from afc teams that way there's just more possible combinations i could have gone all in to one team but I'm covered. As long as the Eagles are playing Baltimore, Jacksonville, Kansas City, or Miami, I'm live with this lineup, no matter what combination it is there. Um, I believe I finished, I think it was like seventh or ninth. It was one of those two a few, few years ago because I did fully stack up the Bengals and the Rams when no one thought that, honestly, either one of them was going to make the Super Bowl, never mind both of them. So believe me, I know the value of going all in on two teams and especially two teams people don't think will make it. Because when I was looking, you know, before that, I think that was when in that contest, I entered I had like 500 people in the Super Bowl. I was looking through, keep scrolling through, and I'm like, there are so many teams that can't even build a full lineup. And I've got a full stack of both teams. Like, I'm obviously going to place very highly. So, I understand the value there, but I also understand I got very lucky to have that team and that you know full stacking is more viable when you're doing so with two teams that are unlikely to make it because their ADPs are later. So it was easier for me to full stack the, um, the Rams and the Bengals because they weren't going as high in ADP, so it was just easier to do so. This year, San Fran, Baltimore, Philly, they have pretty good chances of making the Super Bowl but you're not going to be able to full stack like San Fran and Baltimore. And then even if you did, they might, you know, both get the buy, which means you would just lose in round one. So don't feel like you can't win if you don't just like full stack two teams, because you only need to have quarterback, running back, and then two uh, wide receiver, tight end plus flex spots. So you don't need to have 10 players live in the final. You only need to have Five, Your odds are obviously lower, but you don't need to have it, right? You could have like seven players live in the final and still win. Um, I would say it's probably good to pick, you know, at least like three to four from the team that you do think is going to make it. Like your quarterback plus maybe like, you know, a running back and then two wide receiver tight ends. Like having something like that is kind of nice and then kind of having to fill in duos and trios on the other side. I think that does make... A lot of sense um but again you don't need to have full you can do and you could have a full too because it worked out for me very well but you both combinations basically are totally fine um so one more example uh my other team a different type of build this one stacks up dallas KC, and then philly again Uh, the dallas stack has dak pollard lamb and brandon cooks the chief side has mahomes mckinnon watson and tony um you can get any three or any two i guess of watson tony and marquez valdez scantling doesn't sound great but in the final two rounds so in a 10 round draft in rounds nine and ten you can grab those two um what i would honestly do is like look at adp and kind of scroll through the combinations that are possible just know off the top of your head if you end up with mahomes early and you can't get kelsey you can't get uh pacheco maybe even you miss out on mckinnon who i got You will have an opportunity to grab two of those wide receivers late. It's not going to be great, right? You missed out on Rashid Rice too. Like the players who are most likely to do well in the Super Bowl, you won't have. So you're probably going to want to have a strong stack. On the other side. So, an NFC team are going to want to have good players on. For me, here, it is, you know, I could have Dak, I could have Pollard, I could have Lamb all hit and just outscores other players. Uh, but then also the other side, the Eagles side, and say um, that has Devonta Smith and Kenneth Gainwell as well. So, you're still covered, um, but know like the combinations, know where players are. So, know that if you end up with Mahomes early and you miss out on all those other players, you will still have an opportunity. Maybe Watson hits deep, maybe Tony doesn't drop a pass and he actually scores a touchdown or something like that. uh, There are possibilities later on. So obviously, in this lineup I went over, I want Dallas and Kansas City. Um, But if it happened to be Kansas City and Philly, I'm still covered there. And while I would be an underdog in the finals, again, I promise you, there will be a lot of teams that make it two Super Bowl weekend that do not have enough players remaining to fully fill out a starting lineup. So even if you think you're an underdog, if you have a possible starting lineup, you will get points at all positions. You will finish highly that week. Um, so even not having a full stack or not having the best stack for that team, you are completely fine as long as you can field a roster. One final bit of advice uh, before we all start drafting some teams is that long shots are still very valuable not only can you do what i did and say hey you know maybe san frank gets upset baltimore gets upset the eagles get upset what are two teams that can make it to the finals buffalo is one they have like a 53 percent chance of even making it to the playoffs but if you full stack buffalo and they go on a run you got a really good value because if we knew that buffalo was definitely making it uh to the playoffs their players would be going at a much higher adp so if you want to take a chance and like full stack these lower teams. Bills, 53% chance of making the playoffs. Vikings, only a 47% chance of making the playoffs. Colts, 59%. Rams, now at 72% after their win last night. Some of these teams are going to make it. And they all have studs that, again, would be going a lot higher in these drafts if we knew that team was going to make it. So make some teams that, you know, have... San Fran or Baltimore on one side, and then fully stack up a team that might not make the playoffs but could and could advance that could be very valuable. And especially do that with San Fran if San Fran again wins this weekend, or even if they don't, if they're going to probably get the number one seed, you're not going to have them like they're really, really likely to make it to the Super Bowl. And so, if you think they make the Super Bowl, you're going to want to have a lot of teams that stack them up. But again, if they go on by, it's going to be tough to advance in week one. So what you can do is you can draft like a full San Fran stack, but then go later in the draft and draft Justin Jefferson, draft Michael Pittman Jr., draft these players on teams who, one, might not make the playoffs. And two, even if they make the playoffs, probably are not going to advance just because if they get in there, even if they don't advance, they can help you get into the top two in week one. So even if you lose them, you now have your San Fran players back in week two. So understand that a lot of people, when they go into these drafts, they're either just preloading ADP. And so those players are going to be later on in ADP because of that, taking into account that they might not make the playoffs. Uh, a lot of people use ETR. that's probably the biggest site where people are pulling rankings from. ETR has projections to say, how likely is this team to make the playoffs? How likely are they to advance? And so players like Jefferson and Pittman and things like that, like they're going to be later off in the rankings as well. So understand you're going to have these really good players that if they make the playoffs will post good scores in that first round and can be combined with teams that are on like San Fran, Baltimore, can be combined with those teams that if they, you know, have the buy, you can still advance because of that. But understand that going in that you don't necessarily like rankings are good, But you shouldn't just be drafting up rankings. Like, I have rankings. If you really want to go to my site, they're completely free, thefinishfootballadvice.com. You can click down on the CSV. You can upload it to Underdog in seconds and use my rankings. But don't just draft based off of rankings. That's the most important takeaway from this video is that you're not just drafting the highest ranked players. You're not just drafting players you think can do well in week one in advance. You cannot be drafting dead teams you've got to be stacking up both conferences and making sure that you have a potential full starting lineup for at least one potential matchup in the super bowl but ideally two or three potential matchups in the super bowl um and if you just draft based off of the rankings again you can preload them and work off of those but you have to understand that you're going to have to make reaches if you're going in with a philly stack as a philly player ranked like five or six spots back it might just be ideal to just grab them to be on your stack instead of drafting some random player that won't really help you as you advance so on the rankings i also have um just like every players on the team i guess for that player their chance of making the playoffs their chance of making the super bowl and their chance of a first round buys so you can kind of have that up as well and kind of reference it and be like okay you know this team's got like an 80 percent chance of making the playoffs but like a two percent chance of winning the super bowl like kind of use that to factor in and think okay how likely are these teams to advance and make the super bowl just to kind of help yourself figure out which uh stacks you kind of want to go with uh, but again you got to be going with these stacks you can't just dra- draft solely based off of rankings so good luck in all your drafts uh, and good luck to everyone in season-long leagues this weekend as well I know it's a massively important week for everyone so remember my rankings everything on the site is hundred percent free now through the Super Bowl and if you have any questions that are not answered through the website uh, you can also join the discord that is also free you can ask me whatever question you want I will try to answer all those questions this weekend there's a link to both those in the description box down below also remember no videos next week so I know it's championship weekend next week again the site is free projections are free All the advanced matchup data is all free. And if you still can't figure out your start to sit decision, go into the Discord, tag me. I'll try and answer all your questions in there. Then, my friends, is in this one. Hope you all enjoyed If you did, how about hitting the like button? Have a subscribe to the channel if you're new here. Thanks for watching.